All right, all right. Welcome, welcome everyone to another impactful episodes of Stories That Impact. Leaving your comfort zone is a big step. You know, just moving out of your city sometimes is a big step, let alone going to an unknown country and, you know, trying to get a job and settle down is a big one. It is very comforting when you know there is someone who can guide you, hold your hand and assist you with your journey towards settling in another country and to also help you get your dream job. My today's guest is a very special person. His name is Vinesh Balan and most of the Australia knows him very well. I, When I started my journey back in Jan or Feb and you know trying to move to Australia, the first person that I could see on LinkedIn everywhere for me was Vinesh. Vinesh with his walks, uh, with his uh, talks on the sessions and with his, uh, you know, the discussions that he has and the posts, I came to know that he's a very influential person. So let me welcome Vinesh. He is a mentor, a coach and a friend. Vinesh is a software developer by profession, helping migrants and international students. Vinesh lives currently in Melbourne, Australia. Today, before I hand over the mic to Vinesh, today he shares his frustrating journey when he moved to Australia and the struggle of eight months to get a job. When he got into the job and unlike others, most of us, you know, he decided that he will step up and he will, all the learnings that he did, you know, over his eight months, he's going to share it out. And he founded Job Hunt 2.0 to spread the message on how to job search, organized over 50 events for job seekers. He has done countless sessions, not only in his job events, even in colleges and helping many students out. He emphasized on the importance of networking. He believes and lives up to his passion where he wants everyone, every person to get a job and they don't feel alienated when they come to a new country, especially when they are in Australia. So now, without wasting any further time, I would like to get our special guest, Vinesh Balan. Hi, Vinesh. Hi, Amit. That was a very warm and kind introduction. Thank you for that. You deserve it, my friend. You deserve it. Every bit Thank of you. it. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. I appreciate that. It's, it's, 
It's strange to hear someone introducing you. I mean, I've done a lot of interviews and I've been on the other side of things. Let's see how things go, go when you're on this seat. It's it, it looks interesting. Let's see. It's it's definitely let, less pressure on me. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, true, it's it's a pleasure uh, because I've seen so many of your interviews and you know you inspired so many people, not just the people you have whom you have helped personally, but people like me who just listen to the sessions that you used to take. So it's my pleasure. Please start start off with sharing your journey. Um, so my journey, I, I okay, first of all, I was not this person uh, who I am today, a couple of, three years back, I was not this person. I was a typical software developer in India, in Bangalore. You know how you know how software developers are. They just go to office and, and in the morning get their work done, come back in the evening. Um, I am the best version of myself when I'm hiding behind a screen. Talking to people is not my forte. I don't talk to people. I I did not have uh, much of a friend circle. I did not have much of a social life back in India. I you go to office, do your work, do your work well, come back. That's it. That was my life when I was in Bangalore. Then I think uh, we moved, uh, we decided to, me and my partner decided to move to Melbourne in um, 2017 and we moved in 2018. And uh, if you ask me why, number one reason is probably Bangalore traffic. To those people who know Bangalore, they know what I'm talking about. Um, so let me get it through the process of what I did so that you get an idea of how a migrant moves. Or, this is my journey and I've seen countless of other journeys and most have a, a common thread over here. So typically, the uh, if, if you're moving to Australia, you take a PR and you come here. That's the usual step. So it takes about a year, now probably even more, to after you apply PR to getting that PR. Once you get a PR, you have to enter the country within some three to four months. And that is when reality kicks in and you decide, hey, you have to do something. And obviously, for job seekers, the first priority is to get a job, nothing else. Um, you don't care if you if there's a house, if there's relatives, nothing, nothing really matters. If you get a job, that's that's what is important. And I had the same mindset too. Um, we figured, me and my partner tried to see what options do we have. You know, we came across the concept of career coaches. We actually hired a career coach and started taking its services. So people who don't know what a career coach does, they get your resume, LinkedIn, uh, prep you up for the interviews prep you up for coming to the new country and whole whole different uh, thing, right? Basically a mentor for you. And these are expensive, they're very expensive by the way, but uh, we thought that's, uh, we need that safety net because that's what matters in the end, right? So we moved to Melbourne in January, 2018. I think it was 15th, January, 2018. Um, and the good news was that my wife managed to start her job in Feb 1st, on Feb 1st, 2018. So like two weeks. That was a good thing. So it's like, okay, at least financially we were settled. And it gave me the feeling like, okay, if she can find a job in a couple of weeks, it, maybe I take a month longer or a couple of months longer and it should eventually happen, right? And that is when everything went wrong. It took me eight months to secure a role. And in these eight months, I've done whatever, if you're a job seeker watching this, I've done everything that you're doing. Just sitting at home, applying online, watching TV, doing nothing else, you know, waiting for the call, getting frustrated, um, 
bitching about recruiters as in why they are not calling me why they are not calling me or why they can't select me i have this experience what the hell do they know i i know what i've done all sort of things i've done all of this in those eight months um i'm like i said i'm a very socially awkward person i did not go for a single coffee catch up or a meet up or anything of that sort in those eight months i even refused a um uh invitation from a recruiter to go for a beer on a friday afternoon it's like no i i don't drink i don't want to come right looking back at it it was a huge opportunity lost for me so that's how my eight months went um and once i got a job things changed i saw this side of how things worked or things i did and i started seeing hey if you do something differently this can happen and uh, that's what has snowballed into what i do today I organize a lot of events and try to give you a message of hey I understand why you're doing this but you're in a new country the culture is completely different don't do don't continue doing what you would do back in your country especially if you're a migrant or international student that doesn't work here and if you just try doing that and feel frustrated and think that Australia is not a country for you that's your problem it's not Australia's problem right so that's a message that I'm trying to spend the culture here is very different don't be um obliged or entitled to get respect and get that job because you're starting from scratch over here no one knows you you have to prove yourself uh you have to be humble you have to be open and that's when uh things actually start going and australia trust me i've been here 3 years it's a everyone says it's a land of opportunities and it is a land of opportunities but uh, unless you are ready to open your mind it won't be it'll be a land of less opportunities i'd say so that's a brief description of my story uh hopefully we'll go into more details over the, over over time of course of course well that's interesting and uh, you know what you, what you said uh, is uh, true in a way like i've been in few countries and i know that you know when we start to uh you know imagine that you know everything in that new country should happen the way we want or it's back it at home uh conflicts do occur yeah. share share how before you move on to the next journey share how did how was those 8 months because i know it's it's very challenging to express but share it out i mean what exactly happened and what you used to do it was uh looking back at it it was horrible uh it was tough on me it was tough on my partner um and it was tough on my family as well right what can my family do my family calls calls me every day probably and says ask okay what's the status i'm like no status i'm not getting any calls again what's the status nothing right so it's it's very challenging and sometimes and the fact that your partner got your job doesn't actually make it easier because people start thinking hey she got a job why can't you find a job right <laughs> so it was tough and I was a person who was not very social. Um I'm not into sports. If you're into sports, Melbourne is probably the best place to be in. Not into sports. I'm not into fitness. To all these are avenues for you to go out, distract yourself. So I was just sitting at home watching TV. Fortunately, my wife got me a PlayStation, which was a good thing. Uh and and uh, I spent some time on that, but in the end it hit my self-esteem in a very very bad way. because you're not getting calls you know you have the experience you know you have the skills but you're not getting calls nothing is happening and uh, whenever an interview call comes you are on cloud 9 but that comes crashing down 
probably just the next day. Sometimes you don't get responses. You keep waiting for responses. And the worst experience is not knowing what's happening. You know, you apply for a role or you get a call from a recruiter and what next? You don't know, are you selected? Uh, will the client co be calling me? Those levels of, uh, you know, that's, it, it's, it's a horrible ride. Um, it's a horrible ride, but it was a horrible ride because I wasn't prepared for it. And I thought I was obliged to get help. I was obliged to get a job and I was entitled to get a job. I did not fight for it. I just applied. I said, hey, my resume talks for itself. You have to give me a job. Rather than thinking for a fact that they have, Australians absolutely have no idea who you are. And if you don't explain who you are, how can they know? When, when you reach out to recruiters saying, hey, these are my skill set, uh, let me know what works for you. And they are like, hey, this is a role I have. I don't know if you're a fit. And if you don't know if you are a fit, then how can I make out of that? You think as a job seeker, you think others can figure out who you are. But if you don't know who you are yourself, it's, it's a tough job for others. You can't blame others. So my struggles were because of that, because of the fact that I did not push myself or I thought that I had the skills and I should get the job. In India, probably it happens. You just put your resume in Nokri and you'd be spammed. In Australia, it doesn't. The market is very different. The market is very small. Uh, people is very People are very different. The culture is very different. The job search process is very different. You can't continue hoping that just apply and wait for the call. It's It may happen one day, but otherwise, mostly it won't happen. Yeah, no. no you, you, that that was so very nice piece of wisdom when you mentioned that if you don't know who you are, uh, then you know how you're going to portray that onto the system. Wow, no. Now, share share now what happened. So now you got the job, all right? Now, and I'm I know this personally that you know most of the individuals will not do what you did the next, you know. And we know the inspiring your why now, but then what what steps did you take? You know, what happened after that? How did you came to so, this job too? So I think a, a month before I got a job, I was so frustrated about what was going through me. And I just wanted to vent my frustration somehow. And I thought, you know, I have to do something creative. Otherwise, I lose my mind. Um, so I used to blog maybe some 10 years when I was in college a long time ago. So I thought, you know, why not just blog? I have a story to share. I, I'll share, you know, uh, what steps did I take to take a PR? How did I take a PR? What are the steps that I did before I came here? What did I do in the first few days after I came here? And how did I job search? So I started sharing different posts and I started sharing this on LinkedIn. Um, my first surprise came when a recruiter who I was chasing for about seven months called me up and said, you know, hey, I saw your post. Uh, it, you're um, written it really well. I just wanted to have a conversation with you and see, you know, how things are going with you. That was very surprising. Um, he did not have a role. He just wanted to have a conversation with me. And I was like, okay, I've been trying to chase you down for the past eight months. I've sent you a LinkedIn message. I've sent you a text. I've called you. You have not uh, connected to me. What changed now? And that's when I started realizing, hey, I just did one simple thing that I shared my story, but that added a lot of visibility. People started commenting on those posts saying, hey, I'm going to take this journey um, next month, or I am also in your journey. And 
it started becoming a community kind of feeling and where, where you get a feeling that you're not alone. And that um, gained a lot of attention for some reason. And this was out of my scope because like I said, I do my best when I talk to a computer, not to humans, right? I did not know how a community works or how society works. And this was very interesting to me to get that attention. And especially when that recruiter called me, I was like, shit, I was doing things wrong in the last past seven months. And this is how you have to actually do it. You have to, you have to showcase yourself. You have to sell yourself, which uh, if you're from India, you're not taught to sell yourself. You're talking about yourself as boasting. It's a negative thing here, there, but selling yourself is one of the key skills that you have to have here. Right. And uh, that's how I start. That's that encouraged me to post more on LinkedIn, like, you know, simple things, you know, make your LinkedIn profile like this, add your photo, add your headline, write active, you know, simple things. This is how I started on LinkedIn. Then on this in December 2018, um, I wanted to push myself because I know that people are listening to this, but I wanted to see, you know, how, how else I can impact. And I just put a random post saying, hey, uh, would anyone like to catch up, you know, to just share their stories? And if I can help in any way, I'd do that. Um, and my idea was we'll just go to food court, uh, maybe four or five people, and we'll just have a coffee and a conversation. That was my idea. 39 people said they're interested in this. And that's when I realized, hey, this is real and this is serious, right? So without thinking too much, because I know if I think too much, I'll, scare, I'll get afraid of the whole situation and run away. Uh, within a week, I booked a room. I figured out how to book a room. Uh, you can book rooms in library over here. There's a small cost to it, but you can still do it. I booked a room and I think about 20, 22 people gathered in a room that day. And that's how I started my first meetup. What did I do on that day? I just shared my story. I listened to everyone, everyone's complaints, what was happening to them. And I gave my perspective. That's all. And that got massive response. I mean, massive, massive response. Um, and I was like, okay, shit, what? And this is simple. For me, it's simple. I'm just sharing my story, right? I didn't know my story has, is this powerful. And the realization that your story is unique, your story is powerful. And for me, there are at least three people in the beginning of the journey, which you took eight months ago. If you share your story, you can avoid them or you can make them not do the same mistakes you did. It's as simple as that that perspective changed everything for me and that's how i started doing this and after that i did that meetup monthly meetup for every month till covid hit then i took a small break uh but i've done i think the last one i did um, a couple of weeks ago was an online one and it was the 19th uh meetup so i, I do that every month this is a three-hour extensive workshop it's an eye opener for most migrants who attended it, um, but that the value that it gives, and and the simp from me, it's not rocket science. It's just my story. It's just what I've learned, right? That added a whole new level out of it. So that's how I got into this. That's how I started loving to talk, talking to people and getting emotions instead of um, um, feedback. When you're a software developer, you code something, you know what the response would be or you know what the bugs would be. But when you're talking to a human, you have no idea what you're getting back. It could be that they're crying. It could be that they're happy. It could be that you got a smile in them and that is precious, right? And uh, that is what kept pushing me. And here I am today. Wow.
Wow. Hey, you know what? When you said about your blog, I think that is how I came to know about you because I was in Sweden. I think that was a Jan or something. And I, since I had my PR, I was moving. And I, I typed in that, okay, I got my PR, mm-hmm. now what? And your blog, and I still have it on favorites because it explained the details, you know, the steps. And I'm like, all right, this is a gold mine. I just save it now. Whenever I'm ready, yeah. I'm going to look into it. Now I recall when you said that. Perfect, perfect. And you're absolutely right that stories are powerful. You know, the the reason I started this show is because of this, that stories impact, you know, uh, and it is so powerful that it can change people's life. Now, let me let me ask you the next follow up thing. So now you got your job. Now you got your people. And I, I've seen those events, at least when I say I have not been into one of those events. But at least I've seen the pictures and the comments. But I've been into your one-on-one discussions that you have with people. What inspired that? Where you gather people to share their story and their journey. So how how did you go into that? One of the crux of of my events is, see, I'm not an expert. I just have my story in hand. And I learn from other stories, right? So when I started my meetups, what could I possibly do for three hours? Not much. That's when I realized that I can use these stories to make up an event. So if you come to my three-hour workshops that I do every month, it's not about me. It's about you. So out of those three hours, one hour is dedicated for people to share their stories, as in what are they doing? What are their challenges? Um, and and it, it, it has multiple effects. You know, one thing is you hear, hear a diverse... Um, uh, set of challenges. And I get to address most of that because I've heard all those stories in the past. Second thing is you realize that you're not alone. And sometimes you think that, you know, hey, this guy's situation is way worse than mine. Mine is way better. And you kind of feel good about that. Third thing is you get a chance to talk. And being a migrant, being a person who is new in this country, opening up is hard. Talking to people is hard. And when you get into a room and People are all opening up. They're in a difficult situation and there are people to help you around. It completely changed the dynamics of, uh, uh, you know, how, how that thing goes. So my journey has been always revolving around stories. So I talk to people, I listen to stories and I make what I can out of it and bring logic out of it. So when COVID happened, I kind of lost that uh, connection because uh, meeting people was key to sharing stories. Yes, a lot of stuff happens online, but it's not very effective in the end, right? And uh, that's when I started uh, the mi- migrant's journey. That's what you're talking about. So I decided, you know, stories are important. I know hundreds of stories, but I haven't documented any of them. I don't have it accessible for you. And that's how I started uh, a migrant's journey. So I think I've done over 40 episodes today. So I've interviewed 40 people um, and shared their journey. That's it, nothing else. What preparation did you do before coming to Australia? How was the first few weeks like? How was your job search? How did you get a job in the end? What are your advices to people? This is all I covered during these sessions. It's like 20 minute sessions. And uh, if you're interested, by the way, head on to my YouTube channel, you can find all of them. So people who watch that, if you watch at least 20 episodes, you know what you have to do in Australia. But people are so lazy, you know, people don't want to do the hard work in the end. They want instant answers, you know, I don't want to say that, but people like when you're spoon-fed. You don't like to hard work, right? 
but if you you i can give you the resources if you are ready to hard work if you are looking for spoon feeding i am not the person unfortunately there are other people who can help you and they will cost you charge you more way more than what they have uh, you are ready to uh, spend but in australia and i think this should be a life skill you have to learn to figure out things you have to learn to understand things instead of putting the blame on others and hoping that others will help you yes people will help you but you should know what to ask you should know what how much you can ask you should know that you have to build trust before you ask you can't just eat away their time and think that nothing will happen so that's um that's that's a life skill that uh, people have to go go on board as well absolutely now you're absolutely right people like to be spoon fed i agree yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right now second last thing uh, before i ask my standard question please share about what are the things that you know you're doing what is vineshbalan.com what does vinesh do how does vinesh help and of course i've put the link vineshbalan.com on the all the platforms but where all people can connect with you and what what do you offer to you know help other there i know there are many many more migrants so uh, the best way to reach out to me is through linkedin linkedin is where i started and linkedin is where i'm most active today but i have my presence in facebook instagram and youtube as well youtube has a lot of uh, videos around uh, uh, job seeking uh, of course my website is there if you want to reach out to me or email me as well so till early this year whatever i was doing was voluntary but the problem with that is i was spending a lot of time it was eating away into a lot of my other activities and uh, the audience that i'm working with is very transactional i i don't want to talk about this but i'm putting it out there it's very transactional you are talking to me to get a job and when you get a job you're cut off that kind of eats away my emotional health as well and it drains me a lot right so then i decided hey i can't do this i need to set up something and that's how vineshbal.com and me setting up a lot of services happened so today primarily the services that i give is of course my link the posts that i put in linkedin the videos that i share in youtube all of them are there they are free uh, feel free to pick up engage or whatever you want to do with that uh but uh, the services that i provide primarily are one of course one on one consultation you can uh, book a one hour session with me there's a cost of course and uh, we we can talk about resume linkedin your strategy what to do how to do things like that um uh, the second thing is i'm building a job search community so that's more of group coaching see one on one coaching is expensive i spend an hour with you i i'm spending all my one hour with you as an individual when i can help probably 10 20 people in that time so when i do that it's cheaper for you and it makes makes me more content as well so that's the reason i'm going to group coaching so uh, uh the initiative's name is job search like a boss and the challenges that i'm addressing there are, are whatever i just mentioned what do you do on a day to day basis how do you ask, uh, handle rejection you're not alone in this journey The, the community is there to help you support you and i do webinars in there i talk about resume linkedin networking job search strategy i bring in external speakers tons of things uh, but in the end it is a hub for you if you are a job seeker if you are lost if you don't know what to do if you are unsure if this is what i should do come here and you find answers for everything and it will be a constant support it's not like i talk to you today 
and i don't talk to you after that i talk to you on a day to day basis so that someone keeps someone has your back and that's very important when it comes to job search otherwise you're just lost you might be successful one day but it will be a traumatic experience for your job search my intention is to make job search fun will i get you a job probably not will i connect you to recruiters probably not but i can guarantee you that your job search will be better and it will be fun i don't know if it's right to put the word fun to job search but that is what my intention is because you can't run away from job search it is inevitable although you think it's a very uh temporary phase you consider it as temporary and think okay this will finish over in a in a day in a week in a month it takes a toll on you it takes a huge huge toll on you do it the right way why why would you want to just do it the wrong way do it the right way and uh, that's that's a, it, it, for more de- details just head on to my website and you can find everything over there sure sure absolutely and you're absolutely right it is a uh, job search is you need to have fun in what you're doing because yeah. otherwise you're absolutely right it will take so much of mental stress that not only you suffer everyone around you as well and let you, me add one more let let me add one more point if that's okay amit yeah please yeah so for job seekers this is a simple truth for every job seeker out there you get a job good everything else is bad you get into an interview doesn't matter you didn't get a job you had a conversation with someone doesn't matter you got a job you didn't get a job you win a hackathon doesn't matter you didn't get a job you view this episode you get a lot of information you are inspired doesn't matter i'm not giving you a job so there are so many negatives stacked up against you you can't survive you can't survive job search you have to celebrate each and every small win if you're watching this episode this is a win for you you have to feel content about it you can't think that hey i didn't give you a job so this is worthless no right every small step that you do if you catch up with say if you get a uh, chance to talk to amit or talk to me that is a win for you you don't get a job but that's a win for you if you get a call from a recruiter that's a win for you if you get into second level of interview failing at second level of interview is not the point you got to the second level of interview is the point right so you have to celebrate those wins otherwise you know you, you, you won't survive job search that's that's it's hard it's very hard i agree i agree absolutely absolutely true all right so we are almost towards the end of the episode and i have one question now vinesh has answered this many times but i still going to ask this uh vinesh i know you uh the question generally is that you know our story is important you have already answered it and could you just elaborate a more that you know how it helps when people share their stories you know why do why stories actually impact see everyone thinks especially if you're a job seeker that your story is a shameful story right um telling your relatives or family that you're job seeking is not a good thing um that's what you think right but i i am what i am today just because i shared my story right it creates the opposite impact it connects you to people it makes you human actually it makes you human everyone struggles when you share that story one for you on a personal level people connect to you people are thankful for you for sharing that story and helping them out 
you're just sharing your story, but that is, trust me, you're helping everyone. Like I said before, at least three people are in the beginning of when you started taking the journey months ago. By sharing your story, you're helping them to not repeat the mistakes that you did. Why would you want to want them to go through that trouble again? You know it's traumatic. Why would you be selfish and keep it to yourself? I shouldn't use such hard words, but it is selfish if you're not sharing stories. And I have this request to every job seeker out there or every migrant out here. I am just another person who decided to share my story and here I am today. Every one of you can do this. Just share your story. That's where it starts, right? And it creates a huge, huge impact. I mean, if my story had to reach Amit, who is in Sweden, I like, okay, that's the kind of ripple effect that this can cause. And that's the inspiration that it can give people. And that is the message that it can it kind of normalizes. You know, I struggle. I struggle a lot. I'm, I'm socially awkward. I have no problem in saying that. I understand people have problems in admitting their faults. I'm socially awkward. I was never this person. I could never talk to a stranger. I couldn't. I there, there are tons of uh, things that I can't do, but I'm kind of twisting those as my strengths right now. And saying this out loud is making you more connected to me. I'm not driving you away. I'm not feeling shameful that, hey, I shouldn't have said this. What would they think? Instead, I know that you're more connected to me because I said this, right? So like you said, that's the impact stories can make on people's life. And you might think that it's bad to share your personal story. But if you want to, you can turn it around. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely true. So if a person sitting in Australia can impact somebody in Sweden. Yes, that's like a cross. So your stories do impact. Fantastic. All right. Thank you, Vinesh, once again for giving me your valuable time and sharing such lovely stories and, uh, you know, inspiring. Of course, you inspire me always. And I'm sure you inspire many, many more. And you keep doing that. All right. So thank Thanks, you very much. I appreciate that. Thanks for um, inviting me for this session. I mean, it was good to share my story. I mean, I've shared it countless times, but I never get tired of it. You know, uh, the, the the information that I get out of my stories change every time that I share this. You know, some some things I have not thought before, but now that I look at it, it's like, hey, this is a point that I can make in my story, right? So thank you for being a part of this. I'm I'm happy to be a part of this and uh, you know share stories and like your I love your headline stories that impact because stories are the crux crux, crux of everything, right? And uh, yeah, honor to be a part of this. Amit. Great, great. All right. So thank you to all the viewers from Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube who are watching it live and who are going to watch the recorded session later. So that brings us to the end of the another fantastic episode of Stories That Impact. That was 21st. And uh, if you want to share your story and connect and be a part of my mission to impact millions of life, please do message me. Uh, you can message me on any of the platforms I'll, I'll connect. All the information about Vinesh is in the messages. Please connect with him for any doubts, any concerns and he will touch base with you all right so till then have a wonderful day and vinesh have a wonderful evening to you my friend thanks mate appreciate that and to all our viewers thanks for watching uh please do spread this message 
comment like crazy, like like crazy, share like crazy. Uh, what I usually say is the more noise you make, the more people it, this video reaches out to. So please give us a shout out and you know, share the story. Uh, story just being there doesn't help. You have to share it. So yeah. Great, great. All right, Vinesh. Thanks and have a wonderful day, dear. Bye. Bye.